Welcome to the Nine to Kind podcast, where we call out our burnout habits in order to shift into a kinder, more inspiring life. I am Lauren Ruth Martin, and I'm right here on this journey with you. All right, y'all. A few weeks ago, this was brought up in a session, and I'm not going to go into detail, but I am going to bring up this metaphor because once I heard it, it blew my mind. And it's something that I've thought before, but it hadn't fully registered. And it's something I feel like all of us, especially if we're in this phase of working through burnout, working on our people pleasing, working on us reclaiming our lives, this is something that we essentially need. The metaphor in full was basically thinking about life like a business in the sense of if I'm running a business and I'm looking at various things to add to my business, whenever somebody comes in and they're trying to sell me on an offering or they're trying to see if their service will benefit me, I have a totally different mindset than when I am on the other end trying to sell others um, my services or what I do. And it turns out that a lot of us have that mindset when it comes to friends, jobs, opportunities, dating, that when we approach these relationships, we're oftentimes trying to sell ourselves or to see how we fit into their lives. When in fact, we need to be doing the exact opposite. Like I need to be interviewing everything that I'm considering entering my life to see if it's going to accompany it or to work or to add value to my day-to-day life. And this is also like if something in my life is no longer doing that, then I need to fire them. And this is an overly simplified version of thinking about who and what we want in our lives. But I do find that a lot of times when we're operating from a place of burnout, or if we have made a life built on assessing the needs for others or anticipating needs for others, it's really hard for us to even consider naturally if we even like them. That is a mindset that I think a lot of us need to embrace more and to think more. Because if our big thing is that we don't want to be disliked by others, yet we don't like everybody that we come into contact with, then what we're doing is perpetuating a cycle that is not realistic. Just like I have the right to not like people, other people have the right to not like me, even if their reason doesn't make sense. However, if I don't have the energy to convince people otherwise, and if they aren't going to bring value to my life, then I need to consider looking elsewhere. I need to consider not putting my energy into a bottomless well. This is important for us to get into this mindset because if we are hustling for things that we don't even know we want, this is how we begin considering other options. You know, if you're somebody that is going into, let's say, a first date with someone, and the whole time you're wondering if they like you, there's no space for you to begin wondering if you like them. You know, that's where we bypass some of the red flags. That's where we um, overextend or we don't 
make sure that they can fit our needs. You know, if we're constantly accommodating, not only do we lose sight of what we want in our lives and what we value in our lives, we also lose sight of our own self-respect. And where this can get sticky is if we also are considered to be picky or if we're considered to be more discerning. What, like everything else, we have to be mindful of balance and we have to be mindful of areas in our lives where we can stretch and where we can give second chances or third chances. I I think if you go beyond three, then that's just another deal. But what this essentially does is that it forces us to tune into ourselves. And then when we begin making the decisions, oftentimes, if it doesn't work out, we had somebody to blame in the past. But now we just have ourselves to blame along with like outside circumstances. But when we start tuning into, do I like them? Do I like this job? Do I like this place? Do I like working out here? What that does, it it pulls us out of complacency because a lot of us will choose comfort over anything. And I get it. If you're in a place where you are feeling run down, if you're feeling tired, if you feel like you need to be in a place where there's not a lot of mental energy happening, it makes sense why you would lean to the more comfortable or familiar place. However, we know the downside of that is that we then find ourselves being in situations that we're very much pouring into, but we're not receiving anything in return. And like this whole thing that I'm that I'm on today, it's all about a mindset shift. And the mindset shift is something that's not only about changing your perspective, but making sure the behaviors accommodate that. It's like that idea of if you are, you know, on, if you're looking through jobs, and you're really wanting to find a job. And at some point you have you're thinking, beggars can't be choosers, I just need to find something, anything. There are times and places where we may have to do that. And there's also room for flexibility. If you're looking for a more steady job, and you've put in application after application after application, and you don't have any income coming in, then that's where it would make sense like during this gap to take on um, a part time job or to take on other ways of having an income. Instead of taking the next job that you get, because that's all that you have. Like this is where we have to compromise. This is where we have to get creative. And we also have to reach the needs of our current life. If I worked a job that had health insurance, and now I am out of work, if my main priority is getting health insurance, then I could also look at something independently, I could look at independent health insurance, and then find a job that works for my life. That's why I think a lot of us are really evolving, like the workspace is evolving, our lives are evolving, there's a big culture shift happening right now. Because and I mid 30s, I was set up to create a life that revolved around my job and the demands of that job. That if you do it, 
doesn't really leave much room for life to happen. And I've been undoing and undoing and undoing and still to a certain degree, undoing that mentality because we do exist in a society that requires work in order to live. But we also need to have a life that makes sense for us that also accommodates like what we want to do. You know why I'm not existing on this earth solely to work. There's more that I am here for. But if I don't set up my life to make space for that, then I'm never going to feel my full purpose or existence. The way that we do that, again, is putting ourselves in the interviewer position. It's putting ourselves in a place where we feel like we have to choose or that we can choose. And when we choose, we take all the factors into consideration. If I were to somehow not be able to work the job that I work tomorrow, I may have to get creative for a few months. I may have to go back to bartending. I may have to go back to doing like odds and ends as a means to get to my next place. Because what I can tell you is that I'm not going to go to a place where I have to sacrifice my life around. And that does make life harder. It does make it riskier. But on the other side of that, the reward can be far greater than staying in what is most complacent. So as we go into a new year, as we're looking, you know, broadly at our lives and really taking inventory of where we are, what we're doing, where we're going, I hope that y'all will take some time also to consider what are the things that you have in your life you actually like? What are some positions in your life you need to interview for? And what exactly are you looking for, for the things in their position? What are you wanting out of the things that you are going to bring into your life as you move forward? Heck, even write a job description. Anything goes because it's your life and you deserve to have characters in your story that are relevant and that contribute. And we also have the right to edit out people that aren't doing what we need. You know the drill. Leave a rating and a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get podcasts that helps get the word out to other people about this show. Um, Also, if there's a favorite episode or any feedback that you would like to share, you can find me on Instagram at Lauren Ruth Martin, or you can email me directly through laurenruthmartin.com. Have the week you're going to have, and I will see you next week.